you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. Good morning, everyone. This is Sharon Smaga, and this is Pop Coach Life, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. I am glad to have you back with me today. Thanks for taking a moment to listen. Uh, please hit a like button, leave me a comment, uh, ring the bell, follow me wherever you're listening. Um, any kind of feedback loop you can give is really helpful for the metrics, and I appreciate that support. Uh, please like and share any of my content. It's free content. Um, I just am trying to genuinely help people, uh, just in short bursts of information, sort of, um, you know, augment your, uh, your, if you're doing coaching with someone already, if you're in therapy somewhere, I think that's fabulous. And I just am, uh, my hope is that my uh, material can augment, um, whatever you're experiencing or encourage you in the direction of getting um, a more direct line of help if that's something you need. So welcome back and thanks for making time for me today. I thought I would try something a little different. Um, I want to read an excerpt from a book. It's kind of an oldie but a goodie. It is called The Lies We Believe, uh, the number one cause of our unhappiness. And it is by Dr. Chris Thurman, who is a psychologist. And it's been around, oh my goodness, a long time, um, longer than I've uh, probably been in the field of mental health and coaching. And I thought I would read an excerpt today one uh, from this book. And this is about the lie of uh, having everyone's approval. So he calls this, I must have everyone's love and approval. Unless everybody loves and accepts me, I can't feel good about myself. That's essentially what those who believe this lie are saying to themselves. So he's saying the lie is, I must have everyone's love and approval. Um, what we say to ourselves is, unless everybody loves and accepts me, I can't feel good about myself. And I, I think um, talking to people, this is such a core issue for so, so many of us um, and drives a lot of our decisions instead of us deciding what we truly want to say yes or no to. So even from a boundaries perspective, we can get very lost in this one, I think, very quickly trying to people please. Um, I hear that a lot. I'm just a people pleaser. Um, it's and it's almost like tagging this uh, label onto it that somehow says, well, this is, you know, what's wrong with me and, and I'm just stuck there and can't do anything about it. And nothing could be further from the truth. So um, that's his, I'm going back to his book. He says, that's essentially what those who believe this lie are saying to themselves. Such people become social chameleons in that they often change their color, he puts that in quotes, to fit their interpersonal terrain, again in quotes. So such people become social chameleons in that they often change their color to fit their interpersonal terrain so that they can keep everyone happy and gain everyone's approval. That after a few years of this, the chameleon loses all sense of self. This is really important. So note that all sense of self, his true color as a person. And that 
he goes on to talk, kind of label, it leaves these questions in our heads. Who am I? What am I really like? What do I really feel? And he says, those are the questions I hear from patients burdened by this lie. So I think this is really interesting because I um, work with a lot of people who will say, I don't know what I think, Sharon. I don't know what I feel like. I don't know who I am. I, and, or they'll tell me, I, don't, I can't make a decision for myself, um, even though they've made the decision to come see me, right, or to work with me. Um, they've made a decision about what they'll wear this morning, right? They'll make, they've made a decision whether or not they ate breakfast or went to work. So we're making these micro-level decisions all the time. Just because they're rootinous doesn't mean we aren't making decisions. But this is that person who really hits a point where they've just lost sense of self. They're not sure who they are. They've spent a lot of time letting other people tell them who to be. And one of the ways I can recognize this when I somebody comes in as a coaching client um, on this is that they sort of want me to tell them what to do. Um, and it's a trap. And I, I have to catch myself and go, wait a minute, you know, I'm going to help you brainstorm your options, but you've got to decide what to do. I know how to make that decision for myself, but the power is in you deciding for yourself. So again, the lie is I must have everyone's love and approval. Um, but I want to tap on that idea of social chameleons. And uh, I th many years ago, I grew up in a very um, challenging home environment. And I remember thinking, at a, you know, in my teens and very early, early 20s, I thought, I, I sat with these questions, right? Who am I? Because I'd never really understood. I thought I had to earn approval and love. So that's part of this too. And I didn't know how to do that unless somebody liked me because I fit into their group or I fit into their group think. You see a lot of that now, especially with social media, where um, like people kind of get sucked into this group think. And I wonder, you know, if you sat down with them alone at their house over a cup of tea, is that really what they believe or just what they think they have to go along with? to keep the approval of, frankly, a, a bunch of strangers. That's how powerful this can be. So if you find yourself struggling and thinking, who am I? And you realize, if you can be honest, sort of, oh, if I'm with this group, I behave this way. If I'm with that group, I behave that way, which you see a lot with young people, right? It's sort of development, developmentally, it's sort of where they are. They're trying to, they're trying it on for size. Who do I want to be? And that's normal developmentally. I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about um, this. We've kind of moved through that stage of development. We're now maybe in our 20s and older. Some of us much a little more than that, right? Some of us in our 50s, some of us in our 60s, your 30s, your 40s, and you realize I still don't really feel like I know who I am. And that's where Dr. Chris is talking about losing that sense of self, that core identity. And core identity is what allows us to navigate life and circumstances in a way that we are attuned to, that we are comfortable with, that we have a, um, we've made decisions about a moral code, what is okay with us, what is not and if you find that 
you haven't gotten there and you still feel like you're sort of floundering or you're a chameleon like the book talks about, or you say, hey, I don't know who I am, Sharon. I don't have a sense of self that carries me through um, all of the things that happen in life, the, the joyous parts, the storms, the adventures, the fears, then there's a good chance this is a lie you're buying into. So, and I would, I would say this without going uh, more into, he gives examples. So uh, check out the book if you're interested. But without going into examples, I'm just going to sort of leave it at this. If you feel like you're floundering the way that this book describes, the way that I'm talking about, you probably are struggling with trying to make everybody happy. You don't want anybody to be disappointed in you. You don't want anybody to be, um, the one I hear a lot is angry, right? You don't want people to be angry at you. You say yes to things you don't really even want to do or that you don't have the time and energy for and you don't feel like you're allowed to say no and because you don't want to risk displeasing somebody. And the thinking behind this lie is that if I displease someone, they will withdraw their love, their approval, and their affection. Um, so if you find you're struggling with that, this is probably the lie that's driving you. And if you can label it, here's the good news about labeling problems, even though they're not instant solutions. Labeling a problem is about 50% of solving the problem. The next step is to then figure out what do you want to do instead and how do you want to go about that and finding the resources, the people, the supports in your life that can do that. It might, it, for example, maybe it's just a friend who says, yeah, I, I think you kind of are a people pleaser and I'm somebody that you can say no to and I'm not going to be angry and there will be no retribution, right? Somebody that's a friend that could be this very powerful person for you. So explore it, examine it, um, explore your options for solutions. If this resonates with you, that you're probably caught up in people pleasing and this is the lie you believe. The truth is, by the way, so the lie, Dr. Chris says, the lie is I must have everyone's love and approval right? And sort of the second half of that is for me to be okay. And the truth is you can have people who love you that is not based on performance. You can have people that disagree with you and you can learn that that's not them withdrawing their love. The truth is um, not, there's no one person that can please all the people all the time. Another truth in this, in my opinion, is uh even if you think nobody's upset with you, there's probably people that are because they feel like they can't count on you or really know where you stand on something. So no matter how hard you work at this, there are people angry at you anyway. There are people annoyed or there are people that don't trust you because you're living in this kind of chameleon state, right? They don't really know who you are because you sort of change depending on where you are and who you're with. So the truth is you're disappointing people anyway, in a sense, if you think about it. And that's okay. Th that's okay. Nobody is going to be happy with you all the time. That does not exist even in healthy relationships. It does, a healthy relationship doesn't mean we're happy with each other all the time. It means we know we have differences. We know we have conflict. We know that we can love each other through that and we can sort out our differences and conflict. 
right? It doesn't mean I have to be happy with you all the time. That's actually dysfunctional relationship. So just a little bit of information. Um, if you guys are enjoying this, uh, I may go through several of his. It's a great book. Can't recommend it enough. Um, and I may go ahead and do some more of these. These shorts, um, just going through one at a time, depending on the response I get to this. So again, the book is The Lies We Believe, and it is by Dr. Chris Thurman. So have a look at it. I'll get some social media content up. Um, referencing some quotes from his book and provide you with a link directly to his book if you're interested in purchasing it. Thanks for your time. Love you guys. Keep pursuing your purpose over your perfection. Dump perfection. We can't get there. Let's stay um, grounded in our purpose and uh, that lets us use our gifts to love on each other and lift each other up. I will see you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life Podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.